It's the Zaya Show. I am. What's up, guys? <laughs> I love the bloopers. Okay. Three, two, one. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Zaya Show. And today I'm here with the iconic, the stunning, the earth sign, aka Virgo Eric. Say hey. <laughs> Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, Eric, first thing first, I just want to ask, how you doing? How you feeling today? You know, today has been a good day. Took a nice shower. Got up. Mm. Got well. Like, I got, like, a nice 10-hour nap. It was well needed. Oh, my God. Period. I wish I could have that. But, you know, I am an adult and suffering. <laughs> so, 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 I don't get sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, first thing before we get into every other... Like all the juicy details, I just want to ask your pronouns, you know. So my pronouns are definitely like he, him. I would mm-hmm. say overall, but like I don't care if someone tells me like, oh, look at her, look at she, look at them. But like I really don't care. It's not okay. Very wild, open minded. Right. Like just have fun. Fresh approach. Fresh approach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so today, guys, we are going to get into everything. Gen Z. So if you are millennials or older, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to hear the Gen Zs talk it out because even though y'all think I am old as hell, I am only 22. I am a Gen Z too. Yes, 22. Exactly. I know about I'm you. 22. Okay. I'm feeling 22. So everything's going to be all right. <laughs> so you won't hear nothing but Gen Z comments. And I think you're honestly like one of the only few Gen Z LGBTQ uh members on the podcast so whoop we do like yes like let's get our generation <laughs> up there baby so yes. first thing speaking of gen z we obviously love tech social media we love content creation so mm-hmm. i know you are a content guru yourself so i don't want to i know you're not probably not going to brag so i'm gonna brag on you so if y'all don't know <laughs> eric got this popping tiktok boo he got over 17k tiktok followers several viral moments um, he also got a popping IG showing the body yada yada too. And then as right. well, he is, you know, going off and taking off and possibly going to podcasting. So mm-hmm. how did you really get into content creation? So I got into content creation, like, it was like, I'll say really last year ago. Like growing up, I would always try like doing like photography and like small, like back when it was like musically area time, like that was Oh, Yes. But then, like, after Musical.ly had, like, switched it up to TikTok. And, like, I first, I remember my first TikTok account, I remember I made one TikTok and went viral. And I was like, you know what? I really like this. Like, when you come up with, like, jokes and ideas, it's really fun. But then I made this new TikTok, um, which is EBT underscore ACX, where it's now more of me being open-minded of my sexuality and, like, only making jokes about, like, queer stuff and, like, and, like, just making simple jokes. So I've been doing that for about, like, a year now. And okay. then I have my uh, Instagram that's like my public account mm-hmm. where I just post like just con- like daily pictures of myself what's on my mind and yes. like I just do like shout outs and like like um questionnaires and stuff like that. And like I remember I used to do YouTube growing up and like it was a little it was very bad I won't lie because I was very young at that time. Uh, I was there when I was like what I was like what 15? Oh my god. And I was like I remember I had a nice like I had my nice little camera little mic and like okay. I made my editing software and like it was really fun so like so, definitely creating content has always been something with me 
I literally was about to say that. I was like, so you always been a content girl because honey, for me, I actually had my own YouTube moment. It's, it was so bad. I did it at 13 and I had like the mm. scarf and I would always act like I was on a TV show and I got to content, you know, and it's literally like my major, like marketing with social media concentration. And I'm just like, I'm eating the girls up. Like, <laughs> I just feel like content creation, honestly, especially for Gen, Gen Z, it's like how we really cope with things, but yet also how we connect with each other. Because I know with the community I built is very authentic to what I am and like all like the visual aspects that I love. So how would you like, like, you know, describe your own community that you built from the ground up? From my, like, community that, like, I definitely built up the ground up for, like, my content, it's more of, like, hyphen sexualized, I would definitely say, because I am, like, posting explicit pictures of, like, my body and stuff like that, and then I always do joke around, like, about, like, oh, sex stories and, like, oh, like, growing up, like, how I know I was gay, and I'm always making out, like, oh, me being in school, especially, but, like, are you that gay kid, but, like, what? I don't know what what's even being gay is like it's like i don't know y'all homophobic low-key i don't know how to <laughs> act around here <laughs> right like, i always just been like open-minded about everything like i i do be bold as fuck i'm gonna lie like i don't like i'd be saying what's on my mind but of course i make sure to think of it like okay you know what like let me make sure what i'm saying is not offensive to anyone because it's like you have to do your comic research it's like okay what's okay and what's not okay to say out, right. out publicly and especially when it comes to like making content creations because Especially with all these scandals going on around the world, with everyone oh my like gosh. you say one little thing, and then you're you're canceled. Like you gotta be careful yeah. of all that. Because I know for me, like I like preach like be your true authentic self on the podcast. And I remember I was like so like like I'm a bold person too. Like I'm in theater, so I'm always outspoken. And I really honestly am not the type of person that say controversial things because no offense, like. As long as love wins, at the end of the day, you give me, like, equal treatment and the same pay, I'm fine, you know? But obviously, like, there's certain topics that I'm not very well informed about. And I, you know, I am open about that. So I feel like being transparent also gives, like, people, like, okay, you know, that person is human as well. And speaking about, you know, Gen Z and all these, like, things that are social media, how do you feel about TikTok being possibly, you know, kicked to the curve and the United States. Get to the curve. Like, there's so many scandals around over TikTok because, like, we're like, what wasn't like Trump trying like banned and stuff like that? Yeah, he's like, oh, they're trying to get our information. Then like, he failed. Who the hell trying? Like, yeah, he felt that. Like, who the hell wants to get the information of like multiple fuck boys trying to show off their body right? and like girls making like these stories? It's like, what information are y'all trying to gain? Like, definitely though, the algorithm with TikTok do be. A little too personal with the, like with the for you page for and, real like, it's like bro why y'all calling me how like like especially if i'm feeling depressed if you give me depression i'm like yo how you know <laughs> and shit like that and then it's like bro like tiktok like it's definitely a great use of way to put your information out there or like just content in general because like if you tell a story that goes viral and then you like people have been leaking stuff and then like we found people being kidnapped or whatever. Like right. TikTok has definitely been used for a lot of different methods, if anything. So exactly. I don't think TikTok is going to die at any time soon. It's really popping off, and especially with our like TikTok stars, like Charlie D'Amelio's. Like people literally build their career off of this now. Like I highly doubt they're going to, you know, like they're just talking a good game. But I was like, this this poor CEO, he just came through. Just like, what's the problem, America? But 
besides that one problem in America, we have several for the LGBTQ community. And I know Mm -hmm. I am 22 and I'm seeing all these things happen. And it's like, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, obviously, like, it gives me like, you know, some questions about like how the future looks for the LGBTQ community with the new generation on the rise. So how do you personally feel with all like the drag queen bands happening, Florida? I just got to say the word Florida at this point, even Texas, like the Southern states really just like, well, honestly, like, let's keep it real. The whole country at this point, like, because I feel like it's not even just not one region. Because it used to be just one, like, I feel like personally to me, like people, especially like when I was younger, like whenever I would watch like uh, LGBTQ creators at that point, it's like, oh, get out of the South. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously, yeah. But now it's like, bitch, it's everywhere. Um, So how mm-hmm. do you feel being a part of the uh, community and literally coming to age in this and like seeing like a future that you want slowly, low key going back to like back in time? Like, are you concerned yourself about what's happening? I- I definitely am, like, concerned for, like, the safety of people about, like, for me being now, I'm, like, I'm 18 now. I'm turning 19 this year. So it's, like, growing up, I was first, like, when I first came out, I was given my love and affection by all, like, my loved ones, like, my friends. But then, like, of course, growing out, like, going out in public, it's like, oh, you're gay. Like, yeah, I am. Like, what about it? Like, yes, it's something, like, I am sexually attracted to this man, but it's not my personality. I will make that clear right. it's not my personality i'm gonna be like oh i'm okay like i'm gonna make this this big thing about me but it's like people like i have been like seeing people talking crap about me behind my back and it's like oh okay and like for the safety of people especially drag queens like being attacked and beaten and then like people who are especially transgender and like especially in numerous communities like we have the um, Black Lives Matter movement, and then especially right. with the Black Trans uh, Lives Matter uh, movement, it's like people are heavily targeted just for the way how they are. And definitely, I fully like, I fully feel like we need to like create something to fully protect these people. Cause it's honestly sad, and especially when it comes to children, like people say, like children are too young to understand what's like being gay and stuff like that. I understand that, but of course, we have like, um, what's her, what's that girl's name? I think it's like uh, her name is jazz and like she was like, oh yeah jazz oh i am jazz like, i remember on tlc yeah i would watch that when mm-hmm. i was younger and i mean like yes. obviously i knew at that point i was not a transgender but i also knew mm-hmm. i was not the normal type of guy that played basketball Dang. especially mm-hmm. being like you know in a i guess also in my culture it's like being african-american it's like more like a sort of look down especially like with my experience it felt like a look down to be part of this community so when it was like i was watching i am jazz it was like really why are you watching this oh it just came on tv yeah you're right whatever like i would have to sneak watch rupaul drag race season oh my god nine, 10 at like literally like season nine and ten i remember because those were the first two seasons that i saw and i literally had to sneak watch it like between 11 to 1 in the morning in middle school like when I tell you even like certain like movies like I don't think you know this because I like this movie came out like it was like on HBO but it was called Eating Out I don't think did you heard it did you ever hear that movie some people Eating, oh, I'm not too the millennials heard about it and it's like how you watch that shit I was like listen I was curious and I watch it it's basically like gays like the LGBTQ at a theater camp for a summer mm. and have nothing but showmance and romance 
with bad cringing uh comedy that's the best way to put it sorry not to be offended to the actors over there but um (laughs) but yeah it's just like being like just growing up in this age of social media like I felt like it helped me more because I felt like I wasn't just alone versus like where you know like older generations they had to literally like meet outside go here versus you know we had social media where it's like I can meet you like you know like I can meet you Eric like just off of TikTok and be like hey you know and build like a troop like you like a friendship like over social Mm -hmm. media and be there for each other like if things happened but Mm -hmm. um I just feel like whatever is going on right now and I don't know what's going on right now because I am not psychic like Raven Simone but um it's just like why the older generation just want the young generation to suffer so bad like I just ask that question like and it's not pinpoint to all the old people of the older generations of course because some of we love you some of them but some of them I'm just like girl you must hate your life or you must be in the closet boo because why are you coming at me (laughs) Definitely, I want to put into that because literally today in the morning, I saw this TikTok where it's like, what, like people are being gay because now it's now it's trending. And I won't lie, that is a slight kind of truth to that because like there are people like I, who was it? I forgot this one TikTok fam- uh, uh like famous TikToker, and like they like they did that sounds like oh boys want to have fun with girls and then boys want to have fun with boys. And it's like people mm-hmm. thought like are you bisexual? But he later all came out being like no, I am fully straight. And it's like, okay, then you are now queer baiting. You're using the like the LGBT community to get more clout, which is kind of fucked up. It's like, like anyway, like I wouldn't even say from personal experience, I was um, queer baited, and it's fucking stuck. Cause like, oh, oh I thought, yeah. okay, it's oh, like, me okay, too. so you, you like, bro, like it fucking sucks. I won't lie, but then it's like I remember in this TikTok, it talks about like, yeah, be, everyone's being gay now because now it's trending. It's like, okay, like. True, but then also they stated like, why isn't there any more gay millennials? Like, why are there any gay older people? It's like, like what happened to them? It's like, okay, well think about this. During that time, back in their time, especially like in the nineties, the eighties, and seventies, and like, even the early two thousands, they were murdered, killed, and like some of them died off from like the AIDS disease and stuff like that, and yes. HIV. And it's like it's really sad to really hear that people be like, oh, like everyone wants to be gay now, but like think about it, if we if the world wasn't as badly as it was back then when it comes to like religion and then orientation and like belief and stuff like that, the world would be so much better if everyone just relaxed on each other. If no one was too serious about like, oh, there's a God and stuff like that. I, okay, let me not say that because I don't put too much religion to that. No, but it's like- as a, as a, <laughs> like my dad was a pastor. So I, I'm <laughs> also a pastor's kid. Yeah, I am very, <laughs> I am like one of the ones that's like, oh sh- shit, he's a, oh. <laughs> it's like it's like oh my god like i don't get i don't want to get too controversial but it's like well no like even like no, you're just I'm speaking talking, you're... like you just yeah, saying, yeah i'm just speaking so. <laughs> exactly. I- i'm gonna defend you eric <laughs> thank you thank you thank you but it's like even down like when it comes to like religion like i remember there's this one pastor he goes being gay is not a sin and that's true it's like when you think about it god wrote the bible to say like no one can judge you only god and it's mm-hmm. like, I take that to heart because like, yeah, what gives you the right to judge me? And I remember someone said like, when God was preaching what he was saying, was he the first victim of cancel culture? Because no one liked what he was saying during his time. So it's like, wow, like when you think about it, everything from back then is still modernized today. It's just modern now. Cancel culture right. and then, like beliefs and religion. or with social media now. Especially with social media now. And it's like, it's so sad to see that like, 
we could have great stories and stuff like that. I remember there was this one article talking about it was a love letter of two gay um, men who were in a, on on the army when they were fighting and like in some World War I think. I don't fully remember the story, yeah. but it's like wow, like I I think later on it became like a movie or people were saying that they wanted to become a movie. But it's yeah. like it's two this gay men constantly writing love letters to each other, and but they both sadly died because of the war and then like they couldn't be their true self. Which and like sad. it's so unfortunate that truly if we have more gay order people to have like to just listen to their stories and like they're mm-hmm. coming out and what it's like to be during their time, like it's just that like it's just sad. It would be you know, it would be so truly amazing, especially to like have a movie and more content of like what's the proper wording i'm just trying to look for just like just some better knowledge people, yeah and not only of their knowledge but also from like you know like their perspective but also mm-hmm. to give the pathway because like it's like how can you like want a generation to become their true authentic self without having a generation prior showing how they were like i mean like mm-hmm. think of it like this like i know whenever i was making a pot like whenever i do my podcast season i always do a photo shoot and i always give tribute to different icons from those eras and it's like mm-hmm. most like i was like you know like the drag like you know like uh vogue obviously culture is iconic like rupaul honestly everybody knows him and i feel like in this generation the generation that's coming up after z it's like okay they actually have like a whirlpool of different like lgbtq creators because it's like you got the podcasters you got the youtubers you got the tiktokers you have um the actors you have the producers you have the activists you know and there's so many like people in the melting pot just really pushing lgbtq um into a new light and that's what i love and go segueing into that um so i know we are both like obviously a part of q to q and for people that don't know it's queer to queer um like I know it was a festival at first, but I know Colin wants to do it way more and give light to the LGBTQ in general. So I just wanted to get your thoughts about like what, like how do you um feel uh queer to queer uh will also help you uh you know push like the motiv- motivation that you have to like give more uh stories and giving more like content to like you know other people within a community. So definitely when it comes to the um, queer to queer cast, like, and like this company and like what it is, it's definitely pushing out the norms of really telling our stories and having people more become comfortable in themselves. Like when I first, uh, how I became in contact with Colin, like he saw me through via TikTok and he emailed me and asked me to be one of his podcasts, like be on like interview, like be on his podcast. And I was like, for sure. And like me and him talked about a lot of like personal stuff. And like, it's mainly for me, basically he was trying to get more insight was like to be me as a um as a youthful queer like member and stuff like that and like i remember when that podcast man like out i had numerous people hit me up on my instagram they're like i want to come out do you think it's best for me to do it now and i asked them how old are you and blah blah i asked them all, all these right. questions and like i'm so glad i could definitely use my platform to give like knowledge to people and like get them like just advice like for me like most people believe that like me being gay is like like, oh my God, like he has everything. Like his life is perfect. Like, no, my life is far from perfect. Like, unfortunately, I am one of those four, like one of those like queer teens who doesn't have very something parents because I am, yeah, I'm like, I am Hispanic. Because being All Hispanic, right. like I'm pretty sure a lot of people who, even with like the, um, with um, 
like people just my community like they understand like when it comes to like religion and Greece and like parents being super strict like if you don't live the lifestyle they imagine for you you're like you're possibly like i have been disowned before yeah like i've been kicked out before and ran away and it's like it's a hard life being gay and like just trying being yourself and like i've been questioned before i was like why do you feel like you need to put yourself out there that you're gay i don't want people to know that like me being gay is my personality but i do want you to respect me being a person like I don't want you to assume that, like, hey, like, like, oh, are you straight? Or will you want to be a wife? Or, like, have a wife and have kids and, like, live this manly life? Like, yes, I definitely do have my masculine life side and my feminine side. But it's like, overall, right. I do want you to come with me with respect. And I'll respect you the same way as long as we had that, that boring line. Like, hey, we are two different people. Let's respect each other for our opinions. And that's something I want people to realize. Like, there's opinion. Like, there's difference to opinion and a fact. Like, mm. people are always obligated to their opinions. You don't have to like it or not, but you have to respect them for what their opinion is. And, I like, agree. definitely when it comes to the queer to queer community, like, in this cast and what Colin is trying to create, it's so beautiful. It's, like, we, he's really reaching out and, like, pushing the norms for everyone to have a, a chance to speak and letting people tell their stories and, like, coming together and creating all this new content together. Like, me and him... He's allowing me to create content on their TikTok. And it's like, I'm helping them like get more followings and views. And I'm grateful right. that I'm able to use my platform to just push that out there and like spreading like awareness about anything that we would like to talk about. That's amazing. And honestly, if it, for me, I know a lot of people like I haven't touched on it on my podcast. I know last season for season five, I interviewed uh, so many people from the Queer to Queer uh, Festival at that point because they were just having like their film festival. So I got to like, you know, interview there for like Chase Lee Wade. I got to interview um, Virginia um, and so many more people like they're they're truly sweet people so diverse so transparent and honestly like a lot of people that I would be like yes I'll work for y'all in a heartbeat child um but yeah <laughs> I'm just like overall like also like being part of like the judging and seeing all the films it's so amazing so beautiful to see so many LGBTQ uh, members getting the recognition like creatively because it's like we got so many good stories to tell I know I got good stories to tell and I know you got good stories to tell but uh, with Colin Colin, it was like when he asked like you know like do you want to help and I was like of course because it's like it's not just me being like oh whoopie do it means more views it means more listeners like I mean like a lot of people would think that about me but my thing is also when I built this podcast I built it off of me being my true authentic self and I want to give people that same um like it's like inspiration the same way that Tariq Ali gave to me the same way that Roderick Martez gave to me the same way that um Archie J gave to me it's like I have my content creators that gave me inspiration when I was younger and I want younger uh I was like people that aren't coming out like still in the closet still afraid to give them like some voice and give them some comfort and give them a space where they can listen to for like 30 to 40 minutes and then go about their day and then you know put a smile on their face fake it till they make it because I know I was one of them um but yeah so segue into that so I know there's also a ball and I wish I was there for it and I know you wish you was there for it um it's no, like sorry. sick cares um is it's so beautiful, y'all. So Legacy Care is basically helping the HIV and AIDS. Um, it's a benefit. Help find research and help find a cure and also help people, you know, with uh, mental health in that case and as well with their wellness overall. So with Legacy Care, I'm going to have the link down below and everything, of course, but it's truly a beautiful 
organization foundation really beautiful and i know like they're having a neon jungle ball and i wish i was there because i love to dance and i love to turn up and i would totally hit the nene and hit every single thing um and vogue <laughs> my heart out um but yeah so i'm about to get the date for y'all if y'all want to go it's in dallas um <laughs> i wish but it's on april 15th and it's gonna be like all description will be down below again but it's truly an amazing experience truly amazing guys like definitely go out a lot of people listen to me in dallas and houston area so definitely check it out link in below all that great stuff i wish i was there but i'm coming out to texas like literally like after graduation so speaking like you know coming out to texas honey so we just discover y'all that we're both class of 2023 because so we're gonna want the cash apps (laughs) so what's your plan after uh you graduate high school plan as a i'll be straight and honest me i really don't know what my plan is for now my only plan is to continue working with colin and i like i definitely see a passion of me going into more podcasting and like working with colin and then the queer to queer cast company and like i wanted to keep on like just create more content like that's what i see for myself in the yeah. future rise like after i graduate from high school I'm not personally attending college due to the idea I already know it's not for me, unfortunately. And that's why I want hey. people to realize, like, if you know, like, college is it not is for okay. you, it's okay. It yeah, is okay. Gladly okay. Like, we have seen many people who have not gone to college and they are still successful. Period. So that's why it's like, as long as you know and like you have a plan or some sort of idea, mm-hmm. you're going to be fine. And regardless, you're going to be fine in life. Everyone has found one way or another, regardless of what they choose to do. Exactly. And for me, um, so I'm glad you said that because I feel like a lot of people don't think about that. So when I graduated high school in 2019, um, I went to college literally two weeks after I graduated high school. Like I jetted in, like I knew for a fact that I was going to go to school. And also I looked at college as a way to escape, uh, you know, my strict parents and the homophobia. So I really use college as like a vessel to really get to know myself. And so over these four years, I, you know, I made mistakes. I have different friend groups. I had different jobs. I had different majors. I should have a major eight times. Like, and going through that is like, for me, it was beneficial. And to someone else, it might not be. And I know like seeing people that would drop out, it's like, listen, I went to school during COVID. I went to school during the hurricane and the cyber war. Honey, people like you, you will get tried in college. Professors are not nice to you. Like most professors are nice to you, but um, it's like, you're going to have to want it. And if you don't want it, you're not going to want to get it. And the workload is not cute. Like, I have my days where I'm just like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> like, why? Did, like, I ask myself, but then I'm like, okay, I only got one more month. So, like, everybody, and then everybody's asking me, like, are you going to go for your master's? And I'm like, no, I don't want to go for my master's because it costs so much money, number one. And number two, I just got done with school. I went to school for like 17 years, 18 years at this point in a row. It's like, let me live my life. Let me, you know, make a living. I want to go and just breathe and just relax. And also for me after graduation, for the people that are nosy, um, (laughs) I really want to work more. Like I thought like, you know, I'll say me in marketing, I went to myself like, okay, I need a regular nine to five. And then I could still help out in the LGBTQ community. I could still do what I want. But the more I do job interviews and the more that I get denied, it's like, why am I trying to go for something that is boring as hell? 
no offense y'all or like because some job interviews you do because it's like out of necessity and i'm thinking of survival mode but then there's also certain job interviews that i love that i wanted to get unfortunately i didn't get so it's like i knew my good that i wanted to start my own production team and help up and coming creators make podcasts and also help podcasters you know find a longevity in it and also help them with their marketing and so I literally just took a faith and I like jump and I was just like okay you know what I'm gonna just do this for me because I'm gonna be all right I'm gonna find figure it out literally like my friends like you could live with me you could do this and I'm like I'm gonna figure it out and so I feel like when you really know what you want to do you're gonna do it 10 times harder because once I realized what I wanted to do this semester I shit you not my grades went all the way up because it was like now I know what I want to do so now it's like don't play fucking games like I mean like in your last semester of college of course that's where you learn all the material that you're actually going to use so I'm at that mindset just like okay get it done and then also the podcast like I didn't expect this podcast to be what it is now so of course like the podcast is not going anywhere I thought I was going to end it after grad after a graduation but I was like that's stupid you know continue let's go on the journey and also like create content and also get to see different people and meet different people and go to fun events during pride month and all the months of all of course for lgbtq and so so yeah so that's what i want to do and i think we both on the same page with creativity so speaking of creativity um are you a fashion girl (laughs) are you oh absolutely Okay, because you are eating the looks, girl. You are eating the looks. Thank you. Did you dye your own hair? I ask. I just love to ask people. So this is uh, with my ass. People can see, like, you go on my Instagram, my TikTok. Um, People are now noticing that I have, like, a, like, my left side of my head. I have, like, a couple, like, just a small area of blonde. And it was more of, like, a last-minute thing. I was, like, just a shadow movement and shit. Like, I remember it was, I was at my friend Monica and stuff like that that you know i love that girl to death shout out to her um i went to her house like in just the middle of the day and she's like i feel like dyeing my hair like <laughs> it's like girl it always starts crazy. Off like that. like because i love that girl to death she's literally my right eye like literally we're always like whenever we hang out we're like we never know what we're gonna do but we're gonna have fun regardless and that's why she's like she dyed her hair and she's like you want to dye your hair i'm like you know what i got nothing else to do in my life you know what it's time to change it up and like I dyed my hair and I was living for it. Like I low-key need to redo my roots real um real soon. And I'm actually planning to write and dye yes. red for my prom coming up. Ooh. And like my prom day, her dress is uh, her dress is like a nice dark burgundy red. I and I was like, you know what? That's I gotta go, like, I gotta copy her and like not copy her, but it's like you know how the yeah, same you know accessories. Same color coordinations all that good stuff mm-hmm. but yeah that's great i know for me i dye my hair all the time like i do it myself i am that girl but um yeah i just love like creativity and just all that great stuff so if you could give <laughs> one piece of advice to your younger self like i know you're already young but let's just say like you know four years ago in general um <laughs> what would you give your 14 year, year old self damn because you like when you said 14 year old that's when i was and around eighth grade to my freshman year that was around during that time mm-hmm. and i would definitely say choices were definitely made <laughs> choices were made like like i remember back in middle school i had a man bun my hair was super long and mm-hmm. i was like i was like you know what i thought i ate but i'm looking back and i was like bro it, it was a choice definitely a choice to me definitely i would say to my younger self you had ne- we should have never gotten that man button, definitely that. And then also to just 
time to go to more monochromatic um, coloring because mm-hmm. for me uh, <laughs> I keep it simple when it comes to like my outfit side because I know what like I dress where I feel more comfortable and it's mostly around like black and dark and then like new colors like yeah I prefer for like simple like like outfits stuff like that okay and I'm the complete opposite I love a crazy color a crazy pattern like I love the quirkiness I am very much more. I am very much more experimental, and my people always be like, because for my sister graduation, like she graduated high school, um, and I got her this fancy, like I got her fancy beauty, uh, you know, like highlighter, and so I'm like, girl, oh my like, God. yes, and you know how much that shit costs, right? And so I'm at the party, right, and everybody's like, Isaiah skin's glowing, you know, because that's my real name. And I was like, yeah, and so I gave the gift in front of everybody, and she didn't know what I got her, and so she looked and she said, "This is why you're my." fucking brother and got so happy and my mom's like what did he get you and she's like Fenty Beauty and my mom's just like really wow that's nice how did you know and I was like and it she literally still swears it and my mom's just like oh my son is not you know gay and I'm like sweetheart I try I don't know what else to do but you know some right. things never change and that's the beauty of the community <laughs> you could change but, right, other, but other people can't <laughs> change so at this point we just live our lives so but I like, just thinking back. Oh, sorry. Oh no, go <laughs> I was ahead. Gonna say, I was, no, I was gonna say a funny story because speaking of Fenty Beauty, like shout out to Rihanna to that. But like, girl, like I remember when I first started digging into makeup, I'm like, you know, I started working and like getting my own money, or whatever. I was like, you know what? I want to buy myself some makeup, like that's some like some high quality brand. And I said, like, you know what? You can never go wrong with Fenty. Right. And I remember I went to Sephora and I asked the lady, like, hey, I'm still new to makeup. Like, I low-key just want something simple to, like, cover my, like, blemishes and, like, small acne spots. She's like, yeah, this is here. Here's a concealer. And, like, she gave me all these, like, different brands. And I was like, you know what? I want, like, I want, like, a high brand one. So I got Fenty Beauty. I remember I got this uh, concealer and I got makeup wipes. The makeup wipe was $2. And then the concealer itself was, like, 43 and I remember, I was like, damn. Bro, it's like, really, girl, like, honey, makeup is so expensive. We could go and topic about this in private, but when I bought REM Beauty, I thought, like, $24 for a palette was like, yeah, that's nothing. I bought three of them bitches. I was like, fuck. When yeah. I did ramen noodles for the next two weeks, and I was like, I'm taking photos with these looks, and I don't give a fuck. Like, I am about to do a photo shoot. So, As yeah. I just love uh, beauty and all the creations. And so this is slowly wrapping up the uh, interview. And Eric, I love talking to you. I love your fresh take. I love everything that you're doing. You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. (laughs) And I just love everything that you're becoming and everything that you're doing. And I wish you nothing but the best in the future. And everything that you are doing now is obviously going to flourish into something bigger. As a person that can say that from that time, it's going to flourish into something bigger and Colin, of course, going to keep you around, baby, because I if Colin, like Colin, keep him like PSA, he already knows you're going to keep him around, sister. So I hope to see you. And also, I hope to see you like, honestly, like at Queer to Queer Festival, like, you know, post-graduation, whenever, like see you whenever, you know, the girlies chat, because I was talking to Colin, I was like, we definitely need to have like some events like for everybody mm-hmm. to meet everybody because i think it'll be real mm-hmm. cool and real funny at this point because like yeah i did an interview with you really yeah girl yeah right. and i'll be changing looks <laughs> so yeah so thank you so much for coming on to the zaya show so much of course Eric. i was like honestly this is so much fun <laughs> 
And I hope this inspires you to start your own podcast. And I'm so excited to hear everything that you guys say because you got a beautiful voice. You got a beautiful message. Don't let any other bitch say anything to you because you are that girl. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Period. I, know how, I know how high school bitches be. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. And I will talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. And before we end this episode, guys, be sure to check out all the links down below for the Lexi Care Foundation and also for the Neon Jungle Party if you are in the area. As well, check out, to be sure, Eric's uh, social media links. Check out them beautiful TikToks. Check out the Instagram. And then also check out me, girl, you know, the Zayo Show, all linked down below. And if you want to listen to any more beautiful episodes from this past season, girl, you know, go on to the next one. Keep on listening to my beautiful voice. Okay. Bye. What's up, guys? It's Zaya. And before we get into the juicy episodes and stuff, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast so that way you can get first alert of new episodes on all streaming platforms every Wednesday. Now back to the episode.